What is up, humans? This is Victor Ung from the Human Up Podcast. And this week, I don't have a guest, but I figured I'd update y'all with a blog post that I wrote recently uh, called I'm 30, It's 2020, and I've been misled. This was an idea that I had a while back and finally got around to writing, uh, but 2020 has been a crazy time, needless to say. So uh, it's been it's interesting uh, me turning the big 3-0 this year as as well, and I figured I'd uh, share some of my thoughts about this weird transitional time in both my life and in the world right now. So before we get into the blog post, I wanted to share a quick update in that my emotion dojo is open. So if you've been following this podcast, you'll know that I have been doing so much work uh, uh, building out a community and a membership program called the Emotion Dojo. And this is a men's group with an Asian focus. For me, joining a men's group has been so helpful for me. Um, if, if you are religious, uh, it, it can be really similar to a church group or a, you know, like maybe an AA group if you're struggling with alcohol or addiction as well, where you have people there to support you and listen to you and ask questions and allow you to practice communicating what's going on. Um, I'm neither, so I was missing this space, not having role models, especially male models, uh, for me to be emotionally intelligent, to be um, vulnerable, to be communicative, to be uh, to, to better manage my own stress, and then to display myself as a leader, as confident and assertive, both professionally and romantically. Um, never really learned how to do that or how to communicate that or even how to identify uh, what it is I even want or feel or think, you know? And so um, joining a, a men's group has been so helpful, but it was very white dominated. And I realized that it was missing a space just for Asians to have a common connection around our culture. I found that having a, a group with just Asian guys has been super cool to be able to just immediately uh, you know, drop right in and we don't have to explain things. We don't have to like, cause we all know what the Asian guy struggles with, you know? And so, um, I'm super excited to be able to, to put this on and open this up now for people. Um, we've already had a couple people sign up and, and we're uh, looking to get a, a couple more of the founding members. Uh, this is the pilot program that I'm running, uh, the first to be paid. I've been running it for free for um, since like the beginning of quarantine now, and it's been so impactful and uh, emotional and I, there's just a never-ending list of words um, but uh, but now we're finally opening up to uh, paid members to be dedicated within this experience uh, and so we'll meet every week to 
practice our emotional intelligence, uh, to really check in with ourselves and with others. And every month you'll get access to a one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching call with me as well. Um, as well as a future video course that will go into deeper detail about emotional intelligence and the many different frameworks to use to identify your behaviors in the personal and professional settings. All of this for just $50 a month for the founding members. Um, if you are interested, you can go sign up right now at bit.ly slash emotion dojo bit.ly slash emotion dojo d-o-j-o and the link is in the description below so again if you identify as an asian male and have been looking for a brotherhood or a camaraderie with other asian dudes definitely join the membership the emotion dojo at bit.ly slash emotion dojo with that, we'll get into this blog post called I'm 30, it's 2020, and I've been misled. You can follow along and read the actual blog post at victorung.medium.com. My dad was 30 when my mom had me. So you already know I'm feeling all types of ways looking at my life, single AF. I thought by 30, I'd also have my life all together. I'd be safe and secure enough to be married, to have a kid, to feel confident in my career path. Nope. It's also almost the end of 2020, and we still have so many social, political, economical, mental, emotional, and spiritual instability in the world right now. You'd think we'd have all this shit figured out by now, right? Nope. Needless to say, I've been misled in what life was supposed to look like by now. Security doesn't come from anything external. In 2018, I hit a quarter-life crisis. I drank too much, slept terribly, wasn't dating enough, used every excuse in the book to get out of work. But I was, quote-unquote, successful. I was secure. My mama was proud of me. What people didn't see, though, was how unfulfilled, insecure, and apathetic I was feeling internally. And being raised as the first-born, first-generation Asian-American son, there was no way I would express that vulnerability with anyone. I left my job after that, and have since learned that security does not come from anything or anyone else. Even with no stable income source right now, I can tell you that no material thing or person is responsible for giving you that. The money, the relationship, the job, the friends, all go through ebbs and flows. Thinking that there will be some magical point where everything falls into place that allows you to settle in and get comfortable is elusive. We've all been misled to put all our time and energy to make and save money, and for what? Only to be enjoyed when we're too old with no time or energy left. If you relate, you might be thinking that once you get to 30 or 40 or have that perfect job or that perfect significant other, then you'll have the confidence you need to do what you want. Do you realize how silly that is to wait for everything to fall into place for you before you exercise your freedom and make a decision for yourself? Life doesn't just happen for you. 
I still have a chip on my shoulder from a comment that a fifth grade substitute teacher gave me on my report card. Paraphrasing, Victor is a very smart kid, but potentially too smart for his own good. He seems to think everything comes easy for him, and if he isn't careful, he will face a lot of disappointment when things don't go his way. I was appalled. Who the hell does this substitute teacher think she is? She thinks she knows me? Out of disbelief, I labeled her criticism as her problem, not mine, and continued living my life. And it wasn't until I hit a quarter-life crisis a couple years ago did I realize that she was right. Up until that point, I didn't think about what it meant to live life with intention, mainly because I didn't know what I truly wanted. I used to dread answering that question when my parents or uncles or the rest of society kept drilling me about it. So I did what I knew how and hoped it would take care of itself. For the most part, it did. I got that job, that house, that car, that savings account. And that's when I started seeing the diminishing returns on my happiness. I didn't see a need to chase that next promotion, to buy another car, to continue saving more money. Because what was it all for if I couldn't enjoy it? I thought when I hit 30, then I'll be able to do what I want to do. I'll have enough money to travel, to find a woman, to marry, to start the creative projects I've always wanted to. Of course, I now know those are things I could have done back then as well. But at the time, I didn't know any better. My culture and the people around me kept telling me to keep working, keep saving, keep sacrificing. But as I was approaching the big 3-0... I looked up at my trajectory and only had more questions than answers. Why do I have to cuff myself to someone else's agenda? Why is everyone walking around like robots staring deadly at their phones? Why does leadership have no clue what the hell they're doing? Why are my managers so sad and angry and apathetic? Why are we freaking out about a deadline only meant to please our wealthy stakeholders while ignoring our customers' user experience or the impact on society? Why aren't people being honest and real about how they're feeling? What's making us drink so much alcohol? What are we working towards, really? Turning 30 this year, I realized I've been doing a really good job, quote-unquote, keeping up with the Joneses. But internally, I didn't know who I was, what I wanted, or where I wanted to go. And though life is not a race, I also knew I didn't want to be left behind. 30 is not the new 20. Psychologists know that 80% of our life's defining moments happen by 35. The brain caps off its second and last growth spurt by the end of your 20s. That doesn't mean it stops growing because neuroplasticity has been proven. It's just not as fast. This is not meant to pressure you, but to put into perspective again that there is no reason to wait for a certain point of your life to then live how you want. I hit my quarter-life crisis after thinking I will have the time and resources in my 30s to live my best life. But as I was approaching 30, the more I realized I was still so far from where I wanted to be. To be fair, I'm mindful to balance big life goals with peace and gratitude for where I am and what I already have. But if I wanted to truly live according to my values, as in always being able to learn and grow, being able to help actualize my family's dreams, have flexibility with my time, among many others, I was going to have to live with a lot more intentionality. 
Living our best lives means actually choosing who and what you want to spend time with, not just who and what comes to you. It's time to make decisions for yourself. If you haven't already, you might scoff at how much all of this is easier said than done. Making conscious decisions for ourselves and detaching personal security from external things is a lot more complicated than that, right? It's not. It's a decision that you can make right now. Right freaking now. Right this second. You are safe. You are secure. You are loved. You have safety. You have security. You have love. Breathe that in. Meditate with that. Feel it. Yes, there is a lot of danger around you. There's so much uncertainty in your future. You might even feel unbearable loneliness during these times. That is your natural brain trying to protect you by allocating resources to keep the fears top of mind. But there's always another part of your brain that knows how irrational those fears are. The fears are valid, of course, but irrational nonetheless. Because the hard pail to swallow is that life doesn't just happen for you. It's not going to hand you everlasting bliss and inner peace. It'll throw a global pandemic and economic downturn at you instead. But you can source that peace from within. Call it trust, faith, confidence, love, God, whatever resonates with you. You don't need that job, that partner, that perfect business idea to start leading your own life your own way. So what are you going to decide on now? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and reading of my post. I'm 30, it's 2020, and I've been misled. You can read all of my other blog posts at victorung.medium.com. I'll put the link in the description below. And check out the other episodes within this podcast to learn more about emotional intelligence and cannabis wellness. If you got value out of this or any insights for yourself, consider sharing this with a friend or someone you know who could benefit from this as well. Make sure to follow and like on whatever streaming platform you're listening to and follow my Instagram at instagram.com slash to get in contact with me as well. Again, all of these links will be in the description and I so appreciate you for listening and I will catch you next Monday.